Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coffee with Jenny and Dre podcast, the highly anticipated podcast by me and my beautiful wife. Uh, everybody's been asking about it. Everybody's been wanting it to to hurry up and come out. We've been we've been kind of delayed. We've been having a few uh, issues getting everything going, but man, we're finally here. We're finally doing our thing. Yeah. We're finally making it happen. This is my beautiful co-host. Her name is Jenny Jones. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. So you know, with this podcast, we're gonna break it down into like a a series of uh, different uh, episodes. So. We're going to have different episodes. We're going to have different guests on. We're going to be touching on a bunch of different things and uh, getting this podcast really up and moving. Yeah, basically, um, our theme or focus is just real life. Like he said, we've been trying to get this up and going and real life happens. So um, real life, everyday stories, our kids, what all they come home and talk about. We're going to have a few special guests and um, talk about some some dating and what else? What else? We're gonna be we talking, talking about, about dating for sure. We're gonna be talking about new age dating with yeah. these with these kids and the apps, the apps. and all that type of things. Yeah. We're gonna be talking about marriage ups and downs. Even though in our marriage it's always ups, it's never downs. Uh, we're gonna be talking about <laughs> right. us owning our own businesses. You know, just a bunch of raw shit that that we go through. Uh, we're gonna be talking about blended family since. We're a blended family ourselves. We are. And speaking of those blended families, speaking that, of is, those blended that is what families. we are. So yeah. we um, will we'll dive into that a little bit more. But when I met Andre, he had five kids. I did. So kind of um, and then we have three together. So we brought in a big now we have one big, beautiful, blended family, obviously. But we will be talking about all of our children and, and the dynamic and, and how we do things. So Correct. that's a big part of us and we do have a blended family we have eight kids in total um like she said i had five before i met her and we have three together we have our oldest son his name is gerard he is 21 almost 22 we have twin girls they are 19 their name is uh, jayla and jade and then we have a 16 year old his name is jackson we have a 15 year old name her name is aura then we have a nine year old her name is blake we have an eight-year-old. Her name is Corey. And then we have our little one, which is our demon baby, a.k.a. <laughs> our COVID baby. And she is two, Ooh, almost wee. three. And She's the reason this has taken this long. We'll do that. Exactly. So <laughs> we have our own blended family. Uh, and um, we just we can just speak on a, a bunch of different uh, topics being a blended family because, you know, her meeting me when I had five kids, I feel like, um, you know, when somebody comes into somebody else's life, whether it's a male or the female coming into a person's life that already has kids, it, it's a different dynamic of, of just how things work. And uh, so well, a lot of people won't even date someone that has kids. I mean, facts. you said that the other day and I was like, we should invite so-and-so on a trip and hook them up. And you were like, uh, well, he's not going to date anybody with kids. Well, so. Carlos is, we're talking about Carlos. We're going to throw names out there. We're talking about my boy, Carlos. My boy, Carlos really doesn't want, he, and Carlos is also but my what business if I partner. Had been like, like, I just didn't have that attitude. I didn't. For sure. Yeah. But some people don't want to date women or men with kids because of right. it's a, it's, it's, they call it baggage or it's, it's a lot of things that you have to deal with when you have to when you deal with somebody with kids. So True. it makes it a, a difficult thing because you have another person involved, which is either the mother or the father, and you just have to have to deal with that dynamic. And uh, you you dealt with that dynamic uh, gracefully, um, patiently, and um, a lot of people just can't do it. I, I, I personally don't think I could date a woman with kids. At, at When I was coming up at my age now, I think that it would be easier for me to date a woman with kids if her kids were older, because I'm not trying to do the little kids <laughs> well, right now. Hopefully we don't have to worry about that. We're definitely that. never going to have to worry about that. <laughs> but, but um, you know, okay. so those are going to be a bunch of those topics that we're going to be talking about. I feel like we have a, a bunch of insight and personal stuff that we can talk about when it's dealing with kids and blended families and marriage, uh, marriage life. And, and life just in general. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, us, you know, being who we are. My parents were were married for uh, damn near 42 years before my father passed away, uh, which is the best man in the world that I've ever known, only person I've ever looked up to. And so they were married for 42 years, and I've seen uh, ups and downs in the marriage. I've seen, um, you know, happy times, mainly happy times uh, growing up with my mom and dad, um, and just 
seeing how that dynamic worked, I would, you know. Right. But that's crazy because I never, you grew up in a picture perfect. I mean, yes, obviously there's always issues and, mm-hmm. and every, uh, issues can come up in every family is what I'm trying to get at. But you had same mom, same dad in the house growing up. Correct. Brother, sister. And I had totally opposite. So I had, um, my mom always, but always she was married and divorced and uh, remarried and things like that. So I grew up from the blended family side, which is probably why I was more open to someone that had children. Cause for sure. that's what I was used to. That was normal for me. Yeah. So, so yeah, but. So I come from, uh, my mother's name is Lally. My father's name is Willie. And I always thought your mom's name, I remember one time you called me out because it's spelled Lalia. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Lalia. And you were like. Who's that? And I was like, yeah. your mom. What's her yeah. name? You know, yeah. I felt so you embarrassed me with it. So yeah, my mom is Lally. My dad is Willie. Uh, I have two siblings. I got an older brother named Chris, and I got an older sister named Hannah. So I'm the baby in my family. Um, you know, so we my dad was in the military, Air Force. So we grew up mainly on uh, you know, Air Force bases. Uh I was born in Louisiana. Uh, stayed there for a year. Then uh, we moved to Germany, which we spent uh, five years out there. And then uh, we did a, f- a few uh, jumping around other places. I really can't remember them like that because I was young. So we jumped right. around a little bit. Then we ended up settling down here in Austin, Air Force Base, uh, where I where I, I basically grew up in Dell Valley. Uh, went to uh, the elementary school. I went to Dell Valley Junior High. I uh, went to Dell Valley High School, graduated in 1998. Uh, while out Dell Valley, you know, I played basketball. <laughs> um, so played sports, played all the sports, but mainly basketball was was the one that took off for me. Uh, really, really excelled and in Del basketball. And Dell Valley was big. Like, it's funny because I, I still think about Dell Valley and I'm like, it's Dell Valley. So when you go, it seems small. Yeah. But it's not. I mean, it was a 6A. No, we were 4A when oh, I was in school. 4A. They're 6A okay. now. We were 4A when I was in school, which okay. was still, there wasn't a 5A. And I think there was a 5A, but there wasn't 6A then. Uh, now Dell uh, Valley is huge now. But I went to Dell Valley, graduated in 98, uh, continued my basketball career, uh, did a couple of stops. I stopped in Atlanta, uh, played basketball in Atlanta for a semester. Got out of there real quick. Got out of Atlanta real quick. Uh <laughs> I mean, I got kicked out of school. Let's right. let's keep it 1,000. I'm not going to even sugarcoat shit. I got kicked out of school, came home, didn't know what I was going to do. I was trying to figure out things. And then a, a coach from San Bernardino Valley gave me a call. Off subject, but the reason we have Naomi the baby uh-huh. is a payback. Andre was a bad kid. You were a bad kid. Uh, and now we've got this little, be- little bitty bad kid running what around. Is, I mean, what does... <laughs> bad kid mean though like what is that trouble you were trouble you were nothing but trouble okay well i didn't get kicked out of school i'm just saying what that was in my older years i, I don't know I was but on, you, you were doing yeah so i got kicked out of school and uh <laughs> i was came home you know nobody wanted to offer me a scholarship uh because of the trouble that i had gotten to in atlanta and so a coach from um san bernardino valley gave me a call was like yo come out here i'm not giving you a scholarship you know, because of your, yep. you know, things you've been in, you got to, you got to earn it type of deal. So I went out there, went to San Bernardino Valley Junior College, killed. <laughs> I mean, did my thing, killed, uh, you know, met some of my best friends out there uh, in California, which is uh, my boy uh, CB and my boy Bobby Burries and a couple of my other teammates I met out there. But California is probably like my best experience in like life. I really grew up out there. Um had your first child. Had my first child out there. Yeah. Uh, um, his name is Gerard. That was my first baby. I had him, uh, me and his mother, which her name is Yoli. Uh, we had Gerard together. She played soccer. I played basketball. Uh, we end up having Gerard, and we end up, at that point, our both of our lives had changed because we were basically kids, kids raising right. raising a kid. Uh, we had a lot of help. Her parents, were, her parents and her aunt was just great help for us out there. Um, uh, I think Yoli... And uh, uh, her family out there took me in and helped me understand that dynamic of of being, a, you know, how to raise a family because uh, her dad was super traditional, um, but just a good man and a good uh, husband to her and a good, you know, yeah. father. So he sh- he showed me, which I've already had that structure in, in my family as well. But we had Gerard. Um, but she, too, had a family. She that had was a family as well. Together. Yeah. Yeah. Things didn't work out for us as a relationship wise, but we we took the 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 
the challenge of, you know, us being kids and raising a kid. Uh, so that's how. And y'all have a very good relationship we now. Do. And we I have do. a very good relationship with we her. Do. So she's, um, she's, she's, she's pretty awesome. So she is. She's awesome. She's hilarious. She welcomes me as as another mom, as a stepmom. She's never made me feel correct. Less than she's awesome for, for sure for us. So so I did uh Cal, I went to San Bernardino Valley after San Bernardino Valley because it's a JC. You you have to move on. So the crazy thing is my junior college coach took the head coaching job at Cal State. And so he he uh, brought you on, brought me along, you know, for did the, you get a scholarship then? <laughs> 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 what? Of course. So uh, got to Cal State, um, uh, played basketball there, finished up. So. I had to go to another school after Cal State only because of uh, my hours were messed up from Atlanta. They had messed up my hours because of getting kicked out of school, didn't finish up. So my senior year at Cal State, I had to either play a half a semester or I had to transfer to an NAIA school and uh, I can play a whole year. So at that point, I uh, came back came back to Austin and went to uh, HT, Houston Tillerson College, and uh, I played there for my last year which was probably the easiest year of basketball in my life because going from a big-time school to a, a small school, like... Yeah, but it was an adjustment because you were telling me... It was me, an adjustment, Weren't man. y'all, like, the, the food? The, the, weren't y'all, like, like we, on we planes? Can, we was catching planes. <clears throat> we was, uh, uh, you know, we were in riding California. on... In California. Yeah, we was yeah. riding on the big, Greyhound, you know, the big buses with all the luxury stuff that you can possibly have and then going to HT where it was a, a, a shock because... <laughs> We were eating like at fast food places. We and were weren't you on the the bus we with the girls? The, we rode the same bus as the girls' basketball team. <laughs> so like shit was like totally different. Uh, 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 it was experience, a shock. Yeah. Totally different experience. Uh, go from sitting, you know, fifteen thousand people in the stands to four hundred people. Well, <laughs> shit, a hundred people in the stands. But one good thing about HT is that it's small. It's all black school. It's small, and uh, 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 you can feel the. I, the atmosphere was was better than the at Cal State. The, the energy was better. I mean, everybody was damn near on the court, so it was a it was a it was a hype. it was a better hype, a better feeling like playing playing there. Uh, so that's the extent of like my graduate from high school to college, and then. Um, so that's so once you came back to Austin, you were you were here. You didn't. I was. Go I, else, I didn't yeah. go anywhere else after. I mean, Which you know why why we met at HT, and then we met. Um, but speaking on, uh, like my family and how my dynamic was, man, uh, uh, my brother, me and my brother are, are farther apart in age. Uh, so, uh, he was out the house before, like all my stuff ever was, you know, rolling. Right. So he was already out the house. So I really mainly was in the house with my sister cause we're only two and a half, three years apart. Yeah. Uh, so me and her were a, a closer than what me and my brother was cause he was never, in the house, so we didn't really like grow up together since he's uh, I think Chris is what seven years older than me, something like that. <clears throat> I think he's uh, like almost the same as like Chris, my brother Chris. You yeah. have a brother Chris, my oldest brother Chris. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're almost the same, so and I never can remember, but it's close six or seven sure. years, something like that. Yeah, because I think they're the same age. I like who Chris and Chris. No, my brother's uh, I'm 44, my brother 50. I think Chris is close. 51 or some shit he like that. He might be 49. I don't okay, know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that's my dynamic in far as like how I kind of got to where I am today. Um, I mean, you know, I feel like my dad always told us that, you know, my brother uh, is his quiet side. My sister is his spiritual side and I'm his uh, wild side. So <laughs> all three of us is him in one nutshell and he would always say that, like, yeah, man, your sister, she's my, you know, my spiritual side. Like, if I wanted to go to church type of deal. Right, which Hannah goes to church. Which Hannah goes to church. And, and Chris is, like, my quiet side, which this dude is the, the most quietest person <laughs> I've I've ever met. And he probably has smiled. And if we took 100 pictures, he smiled in three of them. I don't so even he, think three. <laughs> I don't think ever. And I'm his wild side. Uh, He's the, nice and fun. And when he does talk... You're like, oh, and you have this good conversation with him, and he's funny. Yeah, but he's just very opposite of you. For sure, for he's sure. He's gonna be straight faced, not smiling, and he you're is. like, <laughs> yeah. And my brother has uh, five kids, uh, and my sister has 
six kids uh-huh. and I have eight kids. So we ain't playing around so with Nana these grandbabies. Is busy. Yeah, Nana so. is very busy as a grandma. Grandma is busy on this side of town. And uh, <laughs> so, and so. So when I, we get together, it's crazy because already your nieces are having babies. Already. So, yeah. Already. So it's Man. like, there's a lot of kids. And for the record, uh, Gerard, Jalen, Jay, I'm not ready to be no goddamn granddaddy <laughs> at all. No like, granddad. I'm not trying to have no grand. I mean, I got a three year old right now, so I'm not even trying to raise her right now. So if y'all trying to have, but we grand- did, we did pick out our grandparent name. <laughs> we did, we did. We, we don't need to disclose. We don't need to disclose them because okay. then that's like putting it. Out. We we're not trying to be that yet. Yeah, but yeah, we did yeah, pick yeah. them out <laughs> for sure. We did pick our grandparents' names and um, who does we're, that? What we're gonna go with? But for the record, I'm Gerard. I'm not trying to be no granddaddy. Please. Jayla and Jade, I'm not trying to be no granddaddy right now. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to chill for a little bit before I'm trying to babysit. Babysit. <laughs> you know, I'm damn near doing that now anyway with the, the young ones we have. Exactly, um, exactly. So that's like how I'm here today. And then I'll touch on, you know, more about. Well, we'll. Yeah, go ahead. We'll get more about on that. Uh, how we met. How we met and but, just. But, yeah. Yeah. How the dynamic is with that. But. Yeah, go ahead. Babe. Yeah, and I'll tell you a little bit about myself, which I feel like I grew up totally opposite from what you grew up mm-hmm. because um but I um grew up I have four four bro- brothers, no sisters. Um like I said my mom had married my dad and was with my dad for I think f- I don't know. 14 years. I'm going to throw that out there, but <laughs> I don't really know. Um so when they divorced, um me and my two brothers, um, again, I had a blended family. So my mom had a son before she met my dad. My dad had two sons before he met my mom. So when they came together, there were three boys already. And then they had another son, so that's Brian, and then they had me. So um, that's how – so when my mom and my dad separated, it was Brian and Chris. So it was mm. me, Brian, and Chris all the time. So that's who we lived with. And we moved to a small town um, north of Dallas called Salina, and it was – uh, just a teeny tiny, I mean, like teeny tiny town, which we had, you know, you couldn't, there was no fast food or alcohol or <laughs> you could do nothing besides mm-hmm. ride bikes around the town and find like neighbors to toilet paper. Basically, that's like what we did for fun. Um, but it was great. I mean, I loved it there. I went there from fourth grade on and um, I met my my best friend, Candace. Maybe we should have her on one day. We can, know. for sure. Um, Candy. Candy, we met each other. Uh, ta- we both were taking trash out in fourth grade, and we lived directly across the street from each other. So she was taking the trash out, and I was taking the trash out, and that's when we met, and we've been best friends ever since. And so, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I did cheerleading and track. It's a small town, so basically, you did all the sports: cheerleading, track, basketball. Um, did a little bit of softball. <laughs> I don't, I don't claim softball. However, I'm pretty. I was a good. Good catcher could mm. definitely get the ball where it needed it to go. Nice. <laughs> but, anyways, um, what else? What else do, is there to know about me? I mean, small town. You like to bring up that I was popular. I was popular in high school, of course. Uh, so <laughs> popular. I mean, but <laughs> I grew. I, so I graduated she, with sixty four kids. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that on the record. Graduated yeah. with sixty four kids, and she claims to be popular when her. Her town is only 600 people Basically, total. everybody was popular. Yeah, it's not like a... a everybody a, was popular. Yeah, facts. That just happened to be a little bit, yeah, a little yeah. bit more popular. Yeah, tell her, uh, <laughs> you know... Um, I'm kidding, obviously. So, growing up in that in your small town, which is... I, I mean, I, I've grown to love small towns now since we live in a small town now. Love it. And I, and I think small towns are really a great place to, like, raise families than, Absolutely. like, the big city, in my opinion. I think being in those small towns allows more community activity going on. Um, I think that it, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone knew who I was and who I belonged to and everyone and all the kids did. So like yeah. like our friend Cindy, for instance, we would called it Carrie Street because her, I mean, like everyone in her family lived on that street. Mm-hmm. So if you were walking around and someone knew me, it didn't matter. Like, you, you know who we are and who we, so you could never really get, if you did something, everyone knew it would just get out really quickly. So it kind of kept, it keeps you in line. If that makes sense. Like as a kid, um, I, I say this all the time. I never even saw, I'm sure there were drugs, but like 
I never saw drugs. I saw weed one time, I think in high school. Mm-hmm. Candace might argue that. I don't know. But that's the one time I remember I was like, oh, there's weed. But other than that, I never saw like a hard drug or someone take something or even pregnancies like weren't happening. I mean, mm-hmm. like people weren't getting pregnant in high school or anything like that. We would walk. I mean, me and Candace walked the entire town. I mean, without my mom ever being concerned or worried, we would walk from our house to it was called Bobcat, which was the one and only grocery store. And you would walk around like the the square in Salina. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like it was such a cool looking back on it. I didn't realize like how how cool and how lucky like we were like, oh, can't wait to get out of this town, you know, type thing. But yeah. I would love for my kids to grow up the exact same way. I mean, it was it was so you awesome. had a so you were in shock when you got to Texas Tech and when it went, when everybody was turned up. <laughs> so so Texas Tech was still though, um, it still had like that small feel because mm-hmm. everyone that went to Tech was kind of like from Love it. country towns. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, more of a country school, yeah. and so but yeah, um, it was definitely what I liked about Lubbock was it was easy to get around in because mm-hmm. in Salina, I didn't ever have to worry about getting lost. I mean, I knew how to, how to drive, how to get from A to B. Yeah. And in Lubbock, it was like the roads are one, like first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or A, B, C, D type thing. Like it was very, the graph was very easy. So yeah. I, I could, I could maneuver without getting lost there, which that's what I really liked about tech. So, um, And then I became a dental hygienist, or that's what I went to school to be. Um, I originally wanted to be an orthodontist, and then I realized – I talked to a couple dentists, and they were like – it's kind of funny how I look back on it. It was a couple of male dentists, and they were like, if you ever want to be a mom or be married, you don't need to be a dentist because you won't won't ever have the time for your kids. And I was like, okay. So I started thinking along that line, and they're like, you should be a dental hygienist. And Mm -hmm. so I started looking into it, and I just wanted to like be done – and start making money. Like that's what I wanted to do. So I was like, I'll do that. And I really wanted to be in Austin because that's just, I, I loved Austin. I always wanted to be there. And, um, we grew, I, I was living in Austin for a while. I kind of skipped over that part. When my, when my mom and dad were married, we were in, we were in Cedar park. Leander Cedar park is what it was. It was like one thing at that time. Now they're both so big, they're separate, but that's where we lived. And so I always loved it here. I had a great experience. So I knew I always just part of me always wanted to come back to Austin. Yeah. And so there was a dental hygienist school in Austin and I applied to it and they told me no one ever gets in on the first time. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get in the first try. So I went to the school and I was like, what do we need? And the lady sat there and she's like, you got to do this, 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 and that. And so I did. And I was the only kid in my class that had only applied once and got in. So everyone else had applied multiple times. Nice. So when you apply multiple times, you get points. So it helps you to get in the next time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I did a dental hygiene school here in Austin and have been here ever since. Um, I loved, I loved being a dental hygienist, but for sure, that's when we met. I mean, basically. Well, you know, we we did meet. <clears throat> we both. So right now, currently, she's not a hygienist right now. So we both own our own businesses. Right. Uh, I own a valet company. Uh, which is called Open Door Parking. Uh, I own it with one of my good friends, Carlos. Uh, he's basically uh, my right hand man. He's he's the one that really makes the oh, engine Carlos. roll. He uh, uh, he really does his thing, man. Uh, I wouldn't probably be as big or as great as a company if uh, Carlos wasn't around. He really uh, puts up with a lot of my shit. Y'all's uh, dynamic is good. Y'all have our a good dynamic, dynamic is good. He's younger. <clears throat> he's fresh. Um, he's uh, on those new age dating apps. That he's we're definitely talk on those about. new age dating apps. Uh, he likes to get busy. Uh, he likes to go to what are those EM? What are those? What they be playing that same music? Doop, 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 with the hands pumping. He's he's That's on. Him. He's definitely on that. But um, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't change it for the world uh, for him being my uh, business partner. So I do a bunch of restaurants in Austin. Uh, I'm not going to do any shameless plugs right now. Maybe later on uh, down the line. I'll, we like to eat good food. We like to eat good food. <laughs> we do about 15 restaurants. Me and Carlos do about 15 restaurants uh, here in town. Uh, we do the best restaurants. So if you go to the the best restaurants in Austin, we're, we're probably the valet people that are out there. So uh, make sure you utilize the valet. Uh, they do a great job. My team is tip really em, good. Tip them. Tip them well. Uh, they do a good job. Uh, we've been doing this since... Um, uh, 2015 is when me and Carlos uh, started, and we've been rolling ever since, man. We're we're only growing, we're only getting bigger. Um, we got some things really 
working in this new year uh, that's about to happen for us. Uh, uh, by the way, happy New Year's to everybody out there, man. <laughs> we new forgot year. to like bring that out, but happy New Year's to everybody, man. 2024. 2024. We hope that... Uh, all those resolutions that y'all written down, uh, that y'all complete them this year, man. If it's if it's to lose weight, if it's to find love, if it's to uh, work out, you know, work out, gain juice. some muscle, juice, become a vegan, whatever y'all resolutions are, we hope that y'all complete them. Uh, I think stats say uh, that people that uh, write down their resolutions only five uh, percent uh, complete them. You made that stat up. Definitely made that shit up, but it sounded good. So just uh, we need to look up what the stats are. I do need to look up what those stats are. What like people that write down their resolutions, like what's the percentage of y'all completing them? Because I really think that uh, I think it's bullshit. I think resolutions are just a bunch of uh, uh, goals that nobody ever completes because it's just not like that. It makes you feel good. They're like, I'm gonna like. Like what, like what we're into, I like to juice or like there's things that I'm like, okay, but I've been juicing before the new year, but I kind of fell off. And so now I'm like, oh, I'm going to get back on that. For sure. Um, or, you know, consistently working out. I think a new year just means, dang, like we're all human and we're going to fall off, which Mm -hmm. we do. And then, but it's a time to like, be like, okay, I'm going to get back on, back on it. Get back on track. Get back on it. Yeah. yeah. And probably I'm going to fall off. Definitely gonna fall. But off. right now, like you focus, you focus, you focus for the first ten days. Dang ten. Well, you don't think you focus that much, that long? No, I was hoping to be focused a little longer. Oh, oh, my. oh okay. Ten days. Well, I'm just saying, like you're 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 gun holder first. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, like I said, we both own our own businesses. <laughs> Happy New Year. My wife owns a cleaning company with one of her friends. I do, I do, and that's been. It's interesting. So I went from. Cleaning teeth to mm-hmm. actually starting and owning an, another business, which was uh, an app that I created for um, the dental world, basically. So it was like a temp agency app, which was great. I loved it. It was just, um, it wasn't what I wanted. I, I couldn't, I just, I became unhappy with it, um, yeah. is the reality of it. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. Um, and so I, COVID happened Mm -hmm. and it kind of shut it. That was a scary time, which is, we could have a whole podcast on that. It shut down both of our businesses. Um, so no one that we knew other than us had what we had, which was both businesses totally shut down Yeah, and zero income basically. Um, and, and how we were blessed in those times with like different things that fell in and that was wild. And so we were okay for what it was almost three years, two years before valet, because restaurants were some of the last things to come back because it was, Oh, get it to go, get it to go. And so, um, that was a wild time. And in that time, just like everyone else, cleaning companies were, you know, Oh, come in and spray and come in and disinfect anyways. So, um, that's kind of how the, the cleaning company came about. Um, and so we do mostly not really residential anything. So we do commercial. So funny, we do a lot of the restaurants, uh, that you valet at, but they yeah. were kind of separate. It wasn't because you had to go in and, and pull strings. It was kind of f- different how that, how that happened. Yeah. Um, and then we got on with a luxury Airbnb company so we do luxury Airbnbs and then restaurants and it is great. I mean, like there's with every business, the startup is a process. Like when I think back to you and Carlos, when y'all originally started valet, mm-hmm. like there's so much you don't know and so much it's foreign to you. And then, then you get everything going and it's just, it's, and then it's sure. running and growing and it's great. So we can definitely talk about business and the ups, the downs, and then, and then running businesses and having the kids, which is my biggest reason is doing dental hygiene. I couldn't be at home and we run a pretty traditional household. And so like, I wanted to, to be able to be there. You didn't want to be to have, you didn't want to be the, the dad, mom, what is it called when I don't know, the dads are at home or whatever? I don't know, but I'm alpha. So whatever you're talking whatever. about, has it's, you to didn't do. want to do it. And yeah. I, and I wanted to do it. And so this allowed having our own business. It's just freedom, but yeah. it, in a different way, because you still have to work and the work never ends. 
but it just still allows us to do to run our house the way we want to run our house, which has been great. And I and I and you know people that get into businesses and start businesses all the time, I always like when people ask me, I feel like you just got to jump out the window, man, and, and do it. Like people are so used to these right. nine to five jobs and the security of having the like insurance the insurance and, and all that shit. Like me, I'm me personally, I don't give a damn about none of that. I'm I'm always gonna be the one to jump out the window. I like to always, you know, you know, me and Carlos dynamic, because when you get in the business, I feel like the person that you get in the business with has to do things that you're not as strong at. I don't feel right. like if if me and Carlos was the same at the business part of it, we wouldn't, it wouldn't the dynamic yeah. wouldn't work. So me and Carlos dynamic works good. You know, we definitely butt heads a, a few times on our mission to grow, but we we know what the mission is and we know yeah, where we yeah. both what we're both strong at. So Carlos is de- basically the operations guy. He deals with all the guys. He makes sure that everything on the ground is working. I deal with all the contract, the big wigs, talking to the owners and doing all that. That's my special part about me. And we just work good like that. I don't know how you and Jess's dynamic works, but uh, I mean, if you want yeah. to touch on how, how just, picking your partner really makes, yeah, and you know, work. It is the, the, the same. It's just communication is huge. Yeah. Making sure because frustrations come up and everyone's like, don't have a partner because you're going to end up not being friends and hating each other. And I think just communication, you have to communicate. Yeah. Um, and if you have any frustrations, you have to get it out. But yeah, I mean, um, she's better at doing like the, the, the wording for the emails and sending out things and talking and I'm good. I'm better kind of opposite. I'm better with the employees and, and how I, I probably get myself in trouble cause I, I'm too like emotional with them maybe, but like yeah. I care cause I've been an employee and I know what it feels like to, for them to not appreciate you and, and not treat you right. And so I'm big on making sure the employees understand that I appreciate them, I value them and what they do is difficult. And so, um, so yeah, we, we, um, we got a good thing going as well. And again, that's a, that's a podcast that we could spend another whole and we will. And that's something we, you know, we want to do here is, you know, if y'all do have questions or ideas of what y'all want us to touch on, because for sure, you know, let us know. And that way we can, um, we can kind of answer your questions on how we would answer them or how yeah. we would do things. And then also kind of just give it, yeah, give our feedback on it. But we didn't ever talk about like how we met. We just kind of skipped over it and went like right to business. But I feel like, I feel like we need to tell everybody how, how we met. And I mean, how we met um, is a beautiful thing. I mean, I think that, uh, is it? I think that how we met is a, it wasn't is, through a new age dating app. It, we definitely, so we're old, school we're, we're old school. We're definitely traditional. Uh, I, I feel like uh, me personally, like I want to, if I, you know, it's I want to do story. everything this organically. I want to be able to meet somebody organically. <laughs> and so we met organically. Um, I was with one of my good buddies, James, and, uh, we were, we were going out that night. We ended up at a spot called the six lounge. Wait, um, Okay. Everything he's about to say may or may not be true. So like I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, we were going to the six lounge. We had just left uh, from another spot. So we get to the six lounge. You got to go up these stairs to get to like the roof deck part. Okay. Um, it was uh, so I'm, we're going up the stairs. It was a group of women standing, you know, kind of like in the middle of what upstairs is like the bar area. And you were uh, up there before me. I wasn't because when I was walking upstairs, I can see the group of women, you know, that yeah. you were with right okay. there. And I don't um, remember like that. You, y'all were y'all weren't even facing like the stairway. Y'all was facing like the other way. So when okay. I was going up, all I seen was five oh. asses basically. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the asses like that, but one in particular ass stood out because she had on a uh like a like a maxi dress or skirt, whatever you want to call it. It was like <laughs> black and white striped. So I seen it, that ass, uh her ass, and uh it was it was it was all right. So uh, I didn't immediately I didn't immediately go to the ass. Me and James went to the bar <laughs> and we got a drink. And uh, while I was getting a drink, I met there was yeah. a, a, a girl there. Uh, she was a Hawaiian girl. Uh, I think you make that. Part I promise she was Hawaiian. <laughs> OK, uh, I, I know this. for a fact. It just makes it sound better. Hawaiian. But no, I I mean, this is for a fact. We, we were and I was uh, getting a drink and the girl was hitting on me. And, you know, I was talking back and forth with her and she was, she kept saying, I want you to be my baby daddy. 
like the whole time. Yeah. I want you to be my baby daddy. And so me and James got a little fed up with it. So we started to walk around. And uh, she was following me around the whole time, the whole night. Was Reggie there that night too? Reggie didn't, wasn't there tonight. No, okay. So she was following me around the whole night. And so me and James get to like the back of the six lounge. And uh, I was, you know, I was like, man, that girl right there, I'm, I'm, she's hot. I want to go holler at her type she's of deal. Hot. I didn't use the word hot because I don't use that type of word. She's fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, her right there type of deal. And James was like, I know her. And uh, he knew you and another girl. And so Taylor, probably. Yeah, Taylor at the time. I so think Taylor was there. I know Cassandra was there. I yeah. feel like Taylor was there. Yeah. Faye, maybe. I can't remember who all was there with so me. So he knew a few of the girls. So he I was like, you know, let's 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 go. So he walked over, he introduced me to her, but while he's introducing me to her, I'm starting to talk to Jenny at that time. And this girl is behind me, like on my coattail, like, yo, this is my baby daddy. So it kinda <laughs> made things super difficult as I'm trying to hit on another girl and this one girl is chasing behind me. Is is that how you remember? Yeah. Okay, so everything is true so far. I mean, you know, give or take a few details, but yeah, I mean, she was right there. The whole I mean, time, for yeah, sure. it was and it I was mean, it was laughable, but I could not take you serious for sure. with anything you were saying with her like literally in her face the whole time saying yeah. that she was or you were going to be her baby daddy or be, you were her baby daddy. It was I was going to be her baby daddy. Because it, it, yeah, it, it got was, a, it got a little dicey. It, it got dicey. Yeah. It was awkward. So um, um, at that time, I'm still talking to Jenny. We're we're, we're having a little conversation. <laughs> um, I think uh, I don't know if you were about to leave. I was about to leave or something like that. But I asked for your number a few times throughout the course of our conversation. Probably about she says like four times, but you know, a, a player like me don't really ask nobody nothing four times. So I'm thinking right. more like uh, no, once or twice. Not, not once or twice. There was a girl right next to you saying she was gonna. You were my baby. This is my baby daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had to ask multiple times because that was. Wild. So if you see this girl saying that she's my baby daddy. Because you were I'm, like, no, I'm, I'm not. And no, I'm asking I'm you for your phone number. What makes you give me your phone number if you think that Because this... she finally went away. Okay. She went away for a second. Okay. And so then I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to give this guy my number. <laughs> Wait. T- hey, listen, don't do that shit to these people that's, <laughs> that's watching right now. Don't, don't. We're not going to do that was. shit. So listen. You, you was giving me your number just to be giving me. Because you, no, you were persistent. You kept asking. So I okay. was like, okay, I'm going to give this guy my number. That's that's how it went. Listen, I didn't tell my side of the story. So I I didn't I was at a it was for a birthday party. That's why I was there. Mm-hmm. And that I didn't really want to be at. A couple of my friends convinced me to go, but we were running in a 10K the next morning, which is uh it's a 10K that it's a cap 10. They do it every year in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um and it run like through downtown Austin basically. And so I was like, I you know, no drinking. I knew what I had to do the next morning. And so I was more focused on that and it was getting late and you, you had asked me several times. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get, I wasn't like, uh, I was just thinking, (laughs) of course you wasn't, of course you wasn't. Okay, fine. I'll give him my number. Yeah. So, so I cut that shit out. We was at the six lounge. Typically anywhere I go, I'm probably, if there's, I'm probably the top one or two hottest niggas up in that month. There's, hottest well, dude up in there. Like, also, by we're far. in Austin. So let's I mean, talk like, about the percentage of black men even in Austin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you just, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just saying, no matter. You talk about me graduating 64 kids and how there's not very many people. So for me to be popular, it wasn't difficult. No, 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 no. So I'm just saying. But I'm trying to tell you, my look is universal. <laughs> Meaning oh, like, okay. I look good in California. I look good in Michigan. I oh. look good in Wyoming. Utah? I look good in okay. Utah. Like, it's not many places where I can go and it's not. I'm not like okay. handsome. It's like, it doesn't work like I'm that. Glad, I'm glad you're confident. You've always been confident, which is why I gave you my number. You For were very sure. what, confident. What? Stop doing that shit. You gave me your number because I was kind con- you had to look at me and think that this dude is handsome. You're not just giving somebody your number just because he's confident. Okay. So why'd you give me your number? Persistence. Persistence. Which is probably why I married you too. You were very <laughs> Like we're gonna stop this shit today. Like I'm really finna cut the podcast short. Because you're over here bullshitting right now. Okay. Like cut that shit out. Like we're okay, not doing okay, okay. that. So anyways, regardless, you got my number. I ex- I fully expected, well, we won't skip over this part because you were like, you can come to my house. It's right there. And I was like, So basically no. she's saying from the rooftop that we were at, she can see my condo 
from you know right. we can see my condo from there which and was at you the w. thought that would be impressive to me that's why you said it i, I know mean, that's why you did and i was like uh i'm not going to your house like you know did really okay you didn't i, I didn't did i ask you to go to my house that yes. night yes okay well because typically the view typically makes the panties drop. Oh, I didn't, oh my I'm God. Just saying, like, yeah, no. Like so, back in the day, like if they go to the W and they see that view, typically, right, and you're, 98% of the time. Okay. You know, good to know. Yeah. I, again. I, I, okay. Okay. Continue. So the, what, what I did like about this is, so go home. I don't hear from you that night. I don't remember. Or maybe you did. I don't know. I didn't text so, you that night because I'm not thirsty. Continue. <laughs> okay, so so then we get up, we go, I'm running. I'm on mile. How many miles are in a 10K? I, ask Carlos. Okay, Carlos, I need to, I don't remember because I don't do them anymore. Eight? I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, so yeah. I'm on mile six. Um, well, how do you know if it was even six? Because I remember mile six. Oh, okay. I remember because I was like, whew, it was getting rough. Can, I, you, can you be honest? You remembered it six. because that's when I text you and that's when your heart was fluttering. Yeah. Okay, okay, get there. Well, get there. Yeah. Get there. So go. yeah. So when you did text in the text was something cute like, I don't see you, uh, whatever, because because your your condo was able to see all the runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember feeling fluttery, if that's what you called it. Um, it felt good because it was in the morning. It wasn't like a late night text of you wanting me to come over, like you. Um, you were texting me during the day and I literally, I think I texted you back like i as I was running, which is funny too. Um, anyways, and then that was like on a Saturday or Sunday, whatever. And then on Monday you sent me the huge bouquet of flowers to my work. Oh, talk to him. Tell him, yeah. about, tell him about yeah. that player shit. So Go that ahead. Talk was to cool. him. And then there was a time that you actually sent me and Cassandra flowers talk to work to because him. Cassandra was my best friend at the time. Well, still one of my best friends, best but friends, but time, roommate. Work together we were work roommates, together. worked together. We did everything together. Um, and, and I wasn't, wasn't Cass having like a difficult time at when I sent the flowers or like, wasn't maybe, something happened. I think maybe. something that happened boyfriend Ross. It could have been something. Maybe yeah. I'm not, but something was happening. Now. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. You were just very, you were very nice um, to me and to my friends. But but then that's not where it ended. I mean, we dated and you would come and you would come pick me up Take for lunch, lunch all the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, and we hit some like rocky, rocky roads. Rocky is, so like I say all the time, it's, it's times where like uh, in relationships wise, like in the beginning of me and Jenny's uh, relationship, I was like on her heavy, like texting her, calling her, taking her to lunch on time. I don't think we had done dinner yet, but taking her to lunch all yeah. the time and, uh, you know, really trying to get to know her. But she was more, I don't know if she wasn't, I don't, she wasn't feeling me, but she was just like a little bit more standoffish. So she was taking more of a, a, a backseat to things. Well, and maybe one of it is, is I, you, you were very honest about kids and, and things. And so I had never, again, I had never dated anyone with kids. For so sure. I didn't no kind of the boundaries there either. So yeah. I was trying to be easy because you weren't just introducing me to kids. Like it wasn't yeah, yeah. one of those things. It was just, I knew you had children. And so we were, um, but yeah, I mean, you can For keep sure. going on that. So, but. you know, um, um, like I said, so I was liking her way more than she was liking me in the beginning. And then of course I pulled back because the player that I am, if I ain't getting no attention, you know, I ain't even going to be pressing the issue. So then she started to like me when I wasn't like really feeling, I won't say I wasn't feeling her, but I was like more on like, I'm cool type shit. So she was starting to feel you me. You had and moved on. I definitely. I moved on. And, and, uh, so she was, you know, <laughs> moved on, but still taking me to lunch for sure. Okay. But, uh, so we, you know, we, she was, I was liking her and then I wasn't, then she was liking me. And then we finally got on the same wave path and we started to like each other at the same time. And then and we, you, I, I'm going to cut you off real quick because I, I distinctly remember that time. And, you know, and I, I've told you this, but my mom, my mom called me and I still remember I was sitting on the back porch at my house mm -hmm. and I was just telling her about you because we had gone through, I think we had stopped talking, like we had stopped talking and then maybe we started talking again. I can't remember. And I was just telling mom just about you and how I felt about you. And I remember my mom telling me, she was like, Jenny, like, this could be your husband. Like I remember her saying that and mm -hmm. it like something like clicked like right then. It like gives me the chills. Shout out to Martha. <laughs> hey mom. Um, it, it does though. It kind of gives me the chills because like her saying that is what really like, Oh, I was like, is this my husband? Like, 
is that what this is? And mm-hmm. then like we never really after that went once we once we got through like that one like little rough hit, then we kind of we've never hit we never I mean it's been we've been together we've been ever rolling. since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I uh we got to liking each other. Uh we went on our first like official date and like where I took her to dinner instead of like lunch. Um I picked her up in a a, a yellow Corvette. <laughs> Uh, God, you know what I'm saying? Came through that thing. Uh, oh, store my yellow Corvette. So me and uh, uh you know, I, I I gamble a lot. I, I play dice and I, I play poker. But this night was a dice game, and uh, I beat one of my good friends, uh, Binky, out of his Corvette. Uh, may God rest Again, Binky. So super foreign uh, to me. I didn't know anything about. So we shooting that. dice. Boom, boom, boom. I beat Binky out of a bunch of money. He wanted the the cash back, so he gave me the title for the Corvette and then I beat him out of the cash again. So I had all the cash and the Corvette. So I had the Corvette. I fixed it up a little bit more. It was already fixed up, but I changed some things on it that wouldn't be so binky ish. So, and then I picked her up in that. And uh, at the time I had a, uh, he was doing the most. I wear a lot of jewelry now, but like I had a, a big long piece and chain. Oh, it uh, was like the, it I mean, okay. With a big A in the middle of it, black diamonds, all that stuff. I had a pinky ring on, uh, you know, they had long locks, you know, all those type of things. So I picked her up looking like oh the God. traditional football player. Now, I was doing this back in the day before it became popular. I was already him before it became popular. <laughs> so I picked her up. Which is totally opposite from my likings. Yeah. So I picked her up and we we went to uh, a Bra- the Brazilian steakhouse. steakhouse where, where all they, the meat. All the paws. Uh, where they cutting up and doing oh all that God. type of thing. So we went to we went to we went there and he was I, like, if y'all haven't been to these places, like literally they bring like massive things of meat and pause. they just <laughs> slice it off. Yeah. And you just you just keep eating. You just just they just keep coming with yeah. all this stuff. And so while we're on at at dinner, like I I feel like men know more like if this is my because I, I feel like Cause we're doing all the, we're asking you, you marry me. We're doing all the, yeah. that type of stuff. So I feel like men know before the woman, if this is going to be the person I'm going to marry. Cause a woman can say, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I had no idea you were thinking that way. Yeah. So yeah, we was eating, you know, I tell everything about me, you know, what she and I already knew, but just more in depth about me with kids and all this type of thing. And uh, at that moment I knew for sure that I was going to marry her. Like, I, it wasn't even a doubt in my mind that I knew that I was speaking to my wife at this dinner, at this moment, at this time. Like, I knew, like, this was going to be my wife. And I told her that, too, as well. Like, yo, I'm going to marry you. Like, this, it wasn't even, like, no game or nothing. And matter of fact, when I told her that, I ain't, I ain't even beat the cheeks yet. Like, I ain't even get no ass yet. Like, it wasn't even no right. sexual things going no. on. And I just knew, like, this one was, was the one for me. And this is way before the cheeks were even beaten. So, um, oh, that's intense. That's intense. well, I mean, intercourse. What, yeah, before any, you know, uh, adulting started. By the happening. way, uh, there will be some talk about sex on here. So if you have children, sure. earmuffs or whatever, the however things, you want to do it, yeah. uh, we can we can do. But that is that is one thing. I, w- yeah, we didn't we didn't do any any of any of the sexual intercourses. Yeah, until you know, what I'm saying <laughs> all the things. Which is why you stopped liking me for a while, probably because I wasn't just here. You go. Whoa, whoa, Tom. See, she always think that is like she wasn't trying to listen. I wasn't even pressing issue like that. Anytime I press the issue, it's gonna be issued. I'm telling you. Anytime I press the issue, it's gonna be issued. Like period. Not with this one. Okay, back to the story. So, which is went to dinner, had a great time, and we've been rocking ever since. We got married in uh, 2013. Uh, we've been married for 10 years. We've been together for 14. Going on 11 now. Going Almost on 11. 11 about to be April. April will be 11 years mm-hmm. in this thing. Um, we had our first baby one year because Blakeland was born April 17th. Mm-hmm. So I remember thinking, she better not come on our anniversary. I'm yeah. like, that's our day. She better not. Mm-hmm. She better not. And so she, she came a couple days later. So She did. And then... Blakeland, who's the first of of the three of ours that we uh-huh. had together, three girls. Um, Blakeland was six or seven months old when yeah. I found out mm-hmm. when we found out we were pregnant again, which was like, oh my goodness, moment. Um, crying a little bit, mm-hmm. not sure. I mean, I have a baby, my first baby, 
And then finding out I'm pregnant again was kind sure. of like overwhelming. Um, so they're only 16 months apart. And that is Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are basically like twins. I mean, they, they do are. everything together. They grew up together. They don't know life without each other whatsoever. Um, they're sure. extremely close. And funny looking back on how scared I was to have kids that close together. I wouldn't change. I, I wouldn't change it for so, anything. It's it's amazing how close they are. I know when I met you, you, you say, I, 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 I'm saying, I feel like when I met you, you told me you really didn't want kids. No, I never told you. I you said, said, I said, I basically how I felt about kids is if it's not that I never wanted them. If I didn't have them, I, it would have been okay. Mm-hmm. But my my stance in that is the way what I grew up in without a dad and without that support of a of a male, I always like it's sad to me because I I always looked at it like if I make this amount of money, if I have children, we'll be okay. Like it was never it's sad, but like my it was never like a, a husband's gonna be there to support us. Mm-hmm. And so it was more like I'll have to do it alone. That was my view of men. They leave. That's that's what I knew. And so I, when I met you, my thought for having children totally changed because I saw what a dad really is. I had never seen a dad like you. I had never seen a man be there for his children consistently and love them and support them the way that you did. And so that's when I was like, Oh yeah, I want children with you. Yeah. With you, I want children. But, but it was never like I don't want kids. That's not that wasn't yeah. my stance. It was like, if I had to do this by myself, like like how I saw my mom doing it, that's not what I wanted. For sure. But I had never met a man like you. I had never met anyone that I was like, holy cow. Even even in life, if I knew if I had children with you, this is how well I knew you. If if things didn't work out you were never going to leave me or leave the children. Like I knew that to be a fact. So I wasn't scared at that point. For sure. Does that make sense? It does make sense. You know, what goes through your mind whenever, you know, you, you find this man that you love dearly, which is me. And you, you know, I have five kids already. Like how, what, what goes through that person's mind? Cause I don't know if, if everybody knows what goes through a mind of a person who is coming into a relationship uh, with the man that has, you know, five kids. Well, well, the f- the first thing that came to mind is you explained to me the background, mm-hmm. which, you know, everyone's perspective is different. And, you know, maybe they have a different perspective than you. But I knew what you had told me. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that you had decent relationships with the the mothers of all the children. And so... um for me, I needed to make sure all that was, I needed that to be okay. Right. Yeah. I, I, Cause I had step parents. So I, I never wanted to come in and be like, I'm the, the new mom. Yeah. And I, and you know, we've had that conversation. I'm just here to support and love the children and be another parent figure to where if they can't go to mom or dad, because y'all are, you know, because maybe they will be too harsh, they can come to me and I'm going to tell them the truth and from a loving point of view, because I do love them as my children, but I'm never going to be, and, and I'm, I'm well aware of that. I never try to replace mom. Yeah. I just want to be here for the kids because I love them just as much. And just so everyone's clear, I've been in the kids' lives since the twins were six. Yeah. Jackson was three, almost four. And so Gerard would have been eight. Yeah. So I've been in their lives for a long time. For a long time. And one thing, so everybody does it differently. I'm big on like I, I, they don't meet like my kids never met like women, like right. told a bunch of women, like because it just doesn't work out like that. Matter of fact, I don't think my kids have never, never they've met one other woman besides my wife. So they don't even meet like I don't. Some people think that you should let them meet early, see blah, blah, blah. And I'm, that's something we can talk about. We yeah, can we can t- go we'll into talk about that, that later on. Yeah, but yeah. some people believe you should introduce them, you know, right away type of deal. I, I don't do that at all. Only because me personally, I think that, you know, I don't want them to get attached to somebody and then it don't end up working. So I want to make sure right. that the relationship is working between me and that other person first. And then I can introduce my kids to you them. You know what? And I always knew that. Well, 
my kids are very uh they're good kids, so I feel like they're not bad. They're good kids, so me introducing somebody to them wouldn't like mess up the dynamic because they're real good kids. Do you remember meeting the kids? The yeah, first the time? first time we have pictures of it. We mm-hmm. did the duck adventure. That was we the did. very first time I got to meet them. There's this thing in Austin called the duck adventure, right? Yeah, the duck adventure the tour. It's a yeah. it's a bus where it's a tour bus, and then it turns into a boat and goes out on by the, the hula water. Hut. By the yeah, hula, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. And they get little duck uh, whistles or whatever. And Mm -hmm. that was such a great, a great experience um, for me, for you, for us. Um, So that was, that was really cool. And that's when I knew I was like, okay, he is serious about me. And I knew that because now I, now I've met your kids and it's different. It's that, that changes things. But what I was just thinking about is, is how you were saying that I've, I've never, I've never thought about this until this moment, but like, me coming from a blended family and mm-hmm. having step parents, I, I, I want to go ask my mom. Did she ever have boyfriends? Because mm-hmm. like, all I know is the men she married. Like yeah. I never met anyone else. Like I know John and and I know Eddie. Like I never knew. So now I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Did she date people or did she just happen to date John and then that was it? And then Eddie and then that was it. I don't yeah. know. Now I want to go ask. But Anyways. like you know that. That, you know, like I said, is just so different for for different people, like how they introduce their kids to, to anyone to anyone. So, um, you know, rather like if it was in my case where it takes months and months and months or people do it early, however it works for you. I just never wanted my kids to meet a whole bunch of women and then it doesn't work out. And my reason behind that is because, well, I have daughters, so I need to make sure that um, they don't think that it's OK to have multiple dudes, you know, in their lives type of deal that, you know, it's, I, I just want to make sure that case. And I got sons right. and I want to make sure they understand how a man's supposed to be and how things should work. So I think that that's the reason why I did it the way I do it. But um, people have different ways. Yeah, on- and there, there is someone out there. I can't remember because it wasn't, I think it was Steve Harvey wrote a book yeah. that was like, do or don't. I feel no, like Steve Harvey was the one that like, said do. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. speedy time. Like as like, soon as you soon think as you, you like, like them this to introduce them to your kids. Yeah. I just don't think that's, but that's, that's just not my So not my I, I would like to hear other people's and like why you think you should or shouldn't. Um, for sure. That's interesting. But it worked for us. And also it gave me trust within you because I was like, okay, he doesn't just do this with everybody. Um, and so then it made it special for me because I was like, if you if you were just inter- then it wouldn't have even really felt special to me. For sure. But um, but yeah, so I, that was that was a big deal meeting yeah. the kids, and then the, and then and, and, and then here we are. Here so we are. I don't know. And man, and, and kids are beautiful, man. Like I said, I have eight of them. I got six girls, two boys. Um, you know, with girls, it's it's super. Um, I mean, you got to be. It's just way different. Like with the girls. Than the boys, uh, like Gerard is my everything about boys is totally different than girls. For sure, Gerard is my twin. Like he's everything that I like. I was when I was his age. We do everything alike from walking, talking to look alike. Like we just he he, he's like my twin. But then I got twins on my girls' side as well. Like where we're they're they're just a splitting image of me as well. Which one is that? We're not gonna do all the name doing, but uh, because this I got you six of them. You just called out Gerard for it. Gerard is my oldest. We're, we're gonna eventually have the kids on here, but the so, kids will so be on Gerard here. is like, for instance, I've I've been with someone who was like, I saw Dre's son out, and I know it was his son because they look alike, and I'm like, no. yeah. Um, he walks, talks, acts is bad, just like just like you were for sure. He's a he, he's a great kid. Um, but uh, <laughs> he is a fantastic kid. Two boys, six girls, man, and it's it's a it's a it's a hell of a ride. Like just being a parent to them, uh, being a husband, um, you know. So basically, on this podcast that we're we're gonna be heading out for y'all, you know, it's gonna be a bunch of just talking about our kids and how that works and how they act and their personalities. So y'all gonna get to know them really well. Uh, y'all gonna get to know more about me and Jenny and just like our dynamic and how we struggled in the beginning to have kids to where we are now, because we've had a bunch of struggles of, of having kids at first because of some difficulties, uh, medical, medical stuff, health, which is, which I think women need to hear. Cause when you look at us, 
oh, you, it's no problem for y'all to have children. It's easy, yeah. which no, there's been struggles for us too. So obviously we're blessed to have what we have. It's yeah. an amazing thing, but there were definite struggles and in, in being for pregnant, sure. staying pregnant, like all the things, which yeah. is definitely something um, we're going to have some more serious episodes, episodes about um, that, that yeah. kind of talk about that, that dive into the hardships yeah. um, just, of, just, of that. But just about having kids and all that, we're also going to be, you know, it's just a lot of stuff that I feel like we have a lot of knowledge about and a lot of experience about that we can talk about. I mean, we're not, we don't, we're going to have other people on to discuss those dating apps and like, you know, because we don't know anything about the dating apps, but we're, we're curious. We're we're definitely curious. We're just going to talk about just, you know, a bunch of ups and downs of just being married. Like, you know, how you get out the gate fast and you're in that honeymoon stage. And then, then, then you have real life shit that's going on and Mm -hmm. how, how to like, deal with that, how to navigate through that. Like we're going to want, like we want y'all to give us some feedback. We want any questions y'all have to ask about like, how does this dynamic work? How do y'all do this? Like, why do y'all do this? Interracial stuff, having biracial kids, um, how to do hair, (laughs) like all the stuff that she's saying, man, like we, we were just going to touch base on that, especially like just being a father and just, just being a father and just being a mother separately. Like how mothers go through like, damn. Cause sometimes, you know, my wife will be on Instagram or something and she'll see these mothers oh. making all these damn meals or oh. play, doing this with their kids and creative arts and all that. And then sometimes the mom guilt, the mom guilt and they feel less, less of, or, you know, I, I'm th- not holding up my end of the bargain type of deal. And, yeah. you know, I, I, as a father, I don't feel like I, I have any like dad guilt. Cause no, there, cause it doesn't even, that's I, I don't not a think thing. It exists. No, yeah. I would love to hear a dad out there that says he has dad guilt because yeah, I don't, yeah. that's not a thing. But I forgot. One of my resolutions was to get off of Instagram. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work on that. <laughs> so she's, she's, she's already so failed, I failed one of her resolutions already. I failed. But I do, I, this is one that I do want to talk about is, is Instagram or social media and, and your children watching it even. And then how, how being a grown ass woman, how it can still make me feel, even though I know I just made a meal for my kids, but, oh, but this woman like handmade the sourdough yeah. and I bought mine. So what do I have? I have a thing of sourdough at the house that I haven't even started because it's a whole process. I don't know if you know this. this sourdough is another child. Anyways, another, another, another time and day for that. For sure. But we will get into. We're going to get into all, all of, of that. All of the things. We're going to get into our traditional family because uh, we're, uh, we're very <laughs> traditional and uh, how we do things. Uh, I, like, put it this way: I always tell everybody I'm the alpha on top of alpha, alpha, alpha. on top of alpha. Nobody cares. So <laughs> let me speak on my alpha okay. real quick, and then we'll close it out. But like I'm saying, when I say I'm alpha, I just mean that I'm gonna do all the providing and all the protecting that my family's ever gonna need. You're, she's never gonna have to worry about nothing. If a car's coming at her, I'm gonna take the hit. If somebody's coming with a gun, I'm gonna take the bullet. If anything is ever happening to my wife, I'm going to take everything that needs to be taken for her. So I'm going to always, always protect. Providing wise, she owns her own business, but she don't have to work ever in life. She can sit at home, take care of the kids, take care of me, take care of the house, be the sourdough mom she wants to be (laughs) if she chooses that. But if she wants to work, she can, but she don't ever have to pay a bill. No matter what, if my wife makes more money than me in life. She could be making $300,000. I can be making $60,000. She would never in life have to pay a bill. I don't believe, I don't know if she believes, but of course she has to because we kind of coincide. But I don't believe in the 50-50 shit. It ain't going to be no, let's split the rent, let's split this. No, but also that's something to talk about because the way that I grew up, my mom was the sole provider. I watched her. So it's hard for you to like take that. And I told you and how I came into the, into adulthood uh, is, is okay. If I have children, I have to make this much money just in case the man leaves. For sure. So I still have that mentality, which is why I don't just sit back and not work because I'm always thinking uh, like I have to, I have to somehow put in my share. She don't have to work though. No. And I know that. And I know that, but like, it's like a, it's a thing for me because I, I don't, I don't know. Or, but but we're not knocking anybody that does 50-50. I, 
I'm just no, yeah. super traditional. My my mama mm-hmm. never had to work. My daddy provided everything. So I grew up in a house where my dad did all the working right. and my mom took care of the kids and did made all that. Made the dinner. Made the dinner. Like my dad always had table. dinner. My when he got home, <laughs> shit, my mom had the dinner for him. Not saying that's not everybody's role, but I'm still on that old school traditional father does this, this is totally mother does that. Subject, but your dad used to come home with his lunchbox. Mm-hmm. And you used to go through it. We would be we would be over there. Yeah. He'd be like, "What's my daddy eating today?" And he would have his insulin shot in there with like a Snickers bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, He'd be like, "Look at this fat dude." Yeah, so it's just that type of like traditional wise, and everybody doesn't go off the traditional. You know, these new age people do new age stuff. So I'm just super traditional, and I I would have to marry a woman, which I did. That is. That's you how know, you grew up. You, grew you know, up a part of that family. traditional thing as well. But we don't want to hold y'all too long, man. We just want to thank y'all for listening. Absolutely. Uh, you know, being a part of um, um, getting to know us. You know, this is Coffee with Jenny and Dre. And uh, we We're, just want to thank y'all. Yeah. Grateful just, for the support. Grateful for the support. Yeah. Um, this is episode one of our series that we're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to have uh, the kids on. We're going to have special guests on. We're going to be giving away some stuff, man. We got a website coming up soon where you can go and purchase all your your cups and your your shirts <laughs> and all your merch and everything that you need, Support. man. Support us in any type of way that you can. We're going to be blasting this on a bunch of platforms. Uh, so, you know, we just want to thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. And thank you for tuning in to uh, Coffee with Jenny and Dre. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Peace. See you for episode two. Peace. (laughs) Peace.